we are supposed to change. Hi and welcome back to the Accord Sessions, the place where we do everyday talk about our extraordinary God. Well, flipping heck, missus, I didn't think we were going to get one in this week. <laughs> I know. Um, can I just say it is um, late on Thursday afternoon yeah. and we've only just now managed to get a podcast, t- you know, moment. Yeah. <laughs> we've been trying since Monday morning, haven't yeah. we? You know, because we live in the fast lane now, don't we? We do. Yeah, we do. We do. This is the good life, people. Oh, yeah. Where it's fast and furious. Yeah. And we can't just jam, the, you know, enough hours in the day to fulfil no. what God's doing. <laughs> Had a good week this week, haven't we? Oh, my gosh. It's been amazing. We've done loads. Week. Yeah. I know. Um, so we've got a pretty uh, full calendar yeah. um, now in our community since February because you know the people can't get enough of it no they can't and uh, so we've got uh, extra weekly meetings now yeah so at the moment we now meet on a Sunday a Tuesday a Thursday yeah and also once a month we have uh, a prayer break uh, a cord breakfast yeah and also the men meet yeah <clears throat> flipping heck I know and then next month we've got extra goodies coming as well haven't yes. we oh. to, to if you understand we fulfill our spiritual needs yeah but then next month what's coming is a couple of extras because we have to fulfill our social needs yeah i mean oh. our food shop should be pretty much zilch because we're never yeah. home no we're always out <laughs> like teenagers we're living off we're like the students of the spiritual world <laughs> Aren't we? Yeah, living off like tea and biscuits. <laughs> you know, we just literally use our house like a, a hotel. Yeah. We lay our head down at night and off yeah. we go. Yeah, so it's quite nice. Like when we're in the studio and we're both in here together, it's like, oh, hello. Mind, we're very chirpy and we're together today. Yeah. But we had a couple of days this week where literally we were, I, I was, I very nearly laid out on the sofa and had a yeah. kip. Yeah. Yeah, we had a bit, it took us a while to get going this week, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, but I think we've like decided that wherever we go, mm. we've got to have a sofa. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. As long as we've got a sofa, we're good to, yeah, good to go, good. aren't we? Yeah, definitely. I know. Yes, yeah, so it's been amazing this week. And, um, oh, God. And of course, we had the birthday this week <gasps> as well. <gasps> da, 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 happy birthday to <laughs> us. Yeah, we were six. Can't forget that one. Yesterday. Yes. I, do you know what? It's funny though, isn't it? Because in one sense, what the heck did we do before a chord? I know. You know, I think before Accord, um, six years ago, I was pretty much give or take a stay home mum. Yeah. Because I had, um, I was, I'd always worked full time in the ministry. Yeah. But then when I had my kids, I didn't. Yeah. And that was my absolute favourite part of my life ever was staying home with my girls. I absolutely, it meant the world. And it was such a gift because I know that that is a real, you know, treat. Yeah. Um, And for me, I loved every minute Mm. of it. And so what, six years ago, my Phoebes was only still about seven. Wow. Um, So I was doing ministry fulfillment and I was doing bits and pieces. Yeah. But, um, you know, my life was pretty much as a stay home mum. Yeah. And then, of course, a a cord came along. But it's only really been in the last three years. Because can I just say also that a couple of weeks ago we... Um, had another birthday yeah. which was we have been in the studio for three years yes. so when we moved wow. into the studio three years ago it really became a full-time experience then yeah, didn't it definitely. and then some yeah <laughs> <laughs> yes but it's like what did we do before no I know well before we had the studio we used to meet at your house oh during lockdown do you remember yeah we used to all come around and we'd kind of set up in your living room oh and- lord I know, and we'd kind of, you know, get the cups of tea. And... But can you imagine doing what we do now in my living room? No. We just wouldn't be able to do it, would no. we? I mean... And, um, yeah, I mean, Lord, I just can't imagine life before yeah. what what we're doing now. Yeah. Can I say my house was a lot tidier and cleaner <laughs> three years ago before yeah. we came in here every day? Um, yes. Oh. Uh, yeah. yeah. But there we go. Wow. So it's funny, isn't it? It's only six years. Yeah. But then what was life like before yeah. i know oh, that's it was another just, it was another crazy. season yeah definitely definitely yeah. so yes we've had a birthday yeah. um we've had some really exciting meetings this week yeah um we're starting to plan um for some things coming up which is really exciting mm-hmm. um but we are still very much in a in a season at the moment which leads a beautifully <laughs> to our um, conversation this week um in the fact that the people are getting really excited at the moment mm. about changing. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes we forget that, don't we? Mm. We forget that we are actually the ones that are supposed to change. <laughs> yeah. Um, there is a personal responsibility to that. Yeah. Um, and you just know that God always is present 
and he always desires movement. Mm. He never really promotes or graces backward movement, yeah. although sometimes he does take you back for a moment mm-hmm. into things. Um, but God is in the business of of moving forward, yeah. of glory to glory, line upon line, precept yes. upon precept. Um, and that our life in Christ ultimately should be um, a gentle sometimes not so gentle <laughs> ascension yeah yes yeah we go higher yeah we go deeper uh we go more towards him yeah um but there is moments in our journey when god really sort of labors mm. that point yeah and i think that we definitely are in that season mm. and what i absolutely love oh it is such a joy yeah honestly i'm not i don't mean that in any way facetiously mm is that my favorite thing ever Mm. is when you see the realization Mm -hmm. come on the faces of people of what they are able to do because of God. And I'm enjoying that. So School of Spirit tonight, no? Yeah. Woohoo! Words of knowledge and wisdom tonight. I know I can't wait. Double whammy tonight. Double whammy tonight. Um, And I've just done two weeks on Gift of Prophecy. Yes. which was so hard because i could have taught like 16 months on it without (laughs) breath you know that's possible um it's actually led me to the understanding with craig that after this school Mm. finishes the next school is going to have to be a whole school of the prophets that's all we teach wow because i can't get it in no it's too much too big yeah too wide yeah um so yes so what I'm loving is mm. that moment of realization of, oh my goodness, I can hear God. Yeah. Oh my goodness, I yeah. don't have to stay this way. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh my goodness, you know, look what I'm able to do because yeah. of Him. And it's just those moments of, oh, I love them so yeah. much. But I think also, like, everything that's been happening, like, with the School of Spirit mm. has coincided so well with, like, what's been happening in our Sunday meetings, oh, too. Sunday meetings. I mean, I don't know if we're going to be able to do a podcast without talking about the Sunday meetings. Do you know what? I have listened back to a few of the podcasts recently and that's all we do talk I know. about. <laughs> I, I know. know. But we can't help it. No, but I mean, I mean you know, last Sunday oh. was just... Well, oh. what I'm enjoying is that the presence of God is very real. Yes. Um, the presence of God is coming yeah. and we are giving him space to do as he desires. Yeah. But what we're starting to see now is the transformation in the people. Yeah. And that's what we want to talk about this yeah. podcast because you know, it's very wonderful mm. if that's good English. I don't think it is. <laughs> but it's extremely great. Yeah. When <laughs> when we have experience after experience with God, yeah. whether that be um you know, we feel his presence, mm. whether that be we hear his voice, whether that be the word becomes truth to us, mm. whether that be, you know, we feel forgiven, yeah. whether that be that we can repent mm-hmm. and it doesn't devastate us, yeah. whether that be uh, we can feel kin- kinship mm. and genuine, authentic relationship with my sister and brother, yeah. um, whether that be deep feelings of belonging mm. and peace. Yeah. yeah. Um, whether that even be a healthy relationship with sin mm. where it doesn't devastate us and the recovery time shortens. Yeah. Um, so, or, you know, whatever our experience mm. with God, um, what we've got to understand is, is that we cannot just settle in continuous mm. uh, experience of God yeah. and not be changed. Yeah. I mean, I would even go beyond that mm. because I think that change is not the ultimate mm-hmm. transformation, transformation is. Yeah. So I know that I've taught this many times Mm. is that we are capable of change in our relationship with God. Mm -hmm. So we hear truth and we apply it. We make choices. We govern our life. Mm. We have dominion over ourselves. We are able to administrate truth in new ways because we have allowed God to show us the way. So we are very capable of change. But we cannot transform mm. ourselves. Yeah. He transforms us. Yes. And that takes um, a level of relationship mm. because it means ultimately that we let him touch us. Yeah. In in a in a way mm. that leaves no room yeah. but to transform us. Yeah. And so I know that for me, there are some things that I am happy and fulfilled with mm. with just change yeah 
But there are some things that I know change is not going to cut it. Yeah. I need to be completely transformed. Yeah. Um, and it's like, you know, I'm able, if I fall over and cut myself, I'm mm. able to, to, to cover that. Yeah. But if I need an open heart surgery, I, I need him to do it. Yeah. You know, because yeah. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. And that's sort of the analogy I use for change and transformation. Yeah. Um, and go, yeah, I, but I'm starting to see that in the people. Yeah. And it is so, so exciting. It is. It really, I mean, okay, I, I, I've got to talk about Sunday because... Oh, come on then. I've got to, if we must. We, we must. <laughs> because, I mean, for me, like, so much happened on Sunday. Yeah. And I've been living in that kind of like all week mm. just because of what God did on Sunday. Right. So, I mean, I could feel his presence like quite early on in the meeting on Sunday um but then we kind of you know we had some teaching and we had some worship yeah and we hit this point in the worship where it was like about two seconds into the worship where I was just on my knees Mm. and you could well for me like I could feel the presence of God but it was like there was kind of this almost like danger to it Mm, kind of like a um so obviously you know God kind of God's presence was there can but I just say, sorry to interrupt, no, yeah, I it. just love the notion that you have moments in God where you feel in danger yeah. with God. Yeah. And what I mean by that is that you know that something in your flesh is scared. Yeah. Something is about to die. Exactly. Um, and and I love that. And I think you're right. I definitely yeah. felt that on Sunday. And that's what it felt like. It felt like <laughs> the king had turned up. So, you know, you need to God, kind the of... serial killer. Yeah. <laughs> it felt like, you know, the king had turned up. So it was like, you need to get on your knees and pay respect. But then mm. there were times when I just couldn't look up. And it was like, if you look up, the glory will kill you. Wow. That's kind of how it felt for me on Sunday. Yeah. Was there was this kind of, you know, the awesomeness of God and the bigness of God and the the um, splendor of God. But then there was also this edge where it was like, well, you, if you look at it, it could kill you. You didn't really feel very comfortable in Sunday's presence, did you? No. About um, it being about you. No. Oh, you, no. Re- you really didn't feel very comfortable with approaching him with a list of things that you needed. Yeah. Uh, that definitely wasn't the feel no. at all, was it? And I, I couldn't, I wasn't praying. I wasn't like, actually saying anything. But just kind of like just being in that presence and just I think for me what really kind of like hit me and actually made me quite emotional on on Sunday was just that kind of realization that it's like that kind of you know our God who is the God you know he is the king of kings lord of lords he is you know creator of everything he is the God who can you know I mean he can destroy nations he can take wipe out you know principalities Mm. but at the same time that's the person who's my father yeah and I think it was kind of that realization of just like wow like you know we've got a God who created the heavens and earth he made everything and yet at the same time Mm. he cares about me Me. and my life and just that kind of that almost like juxtaposition of the great and kind of awesomeness of God but yet at the same time is that then like the intimacy of God and just the fact that he's both of those things yeah and there's kind of this you know this glory maybe is the best word to say it of god that like it can kill you right and it could you know it can destroy you and it can wipe you out yeah but that's the same god who will you know knows how many hairs are on your head yeah and will hide me under his wing right and it's like i think you know there's part of my brain that just like cannot kind of comprehend that well we can't no you know we just can't contain that sort of information can we no but it's like you know, I really felt that kind of the bigness of God mm. on Sunday, the the yeah. glory of God, that the, almost like the king kingness, right? That's the word of God. Yeah, where it was the just majesty. Like, yeah, where mm. it was just like, poor, wow. But uh, yeah, and then some. Yeah, I mean, but you just felt, didn't you, that there was such it clarity mm. in His presence on Sunday. Yes, that you just absolutely knew that you had to change yeah exactly and you just you sort of came face to face with the realization on sunday that although it was not said Mm. i mean it didn't necessarily it wasn't necessarily prophesied or taught or sung about you just had a knowing and the people were sharing weren't they we were all sharing Mm. about you know what god was doing um in us on sunday and 
everybody was pretty much saying the same sort mm-hmm. of thing yeah was it we all sort of came face to face with the relationship with him mm. where it was almost like we just had this absolute new level of knowing yes that we that he required transformation and yes. change in us yeah and it it was felt very sobering yeah it did. and it felt very um very real mm. in that moment um but to have continual experience mm. with god but there is no change yeah. is questionable yeah definitely and we've got to be careful that we're just not sort of like um thrill seekers mm. you know i used to know this family years ago in america and I mean, I'm so glad I wasn't a member of that family because I would not survive. <laughs> oh my God. But they were thrill seekers yeah. and they were out. I mean, they were out and loud, mm. you know, about that. Yeah. And they literally, their holidays every year was they would go all around the world. Yeah. Like they went to Japan. They oh, went wow. to, a, you know, they were American. Yeah. And they would, they went to all parts of the world yeah. where they had these ridiculously dangerous roller coasters oh oh no and that's all they did and so they went to one in japan yeah i saw them and they had just come back from a vacation in japan and they'd gone all the way to japan yeah and they literally spent two days doing the same roller coaster what i know right oh my gosh um and they just loved it and it was like oh it's so good you know we didn't throw up and they literally would do it and throw up because it was so terrifying oh my gosh and some of them the roller coasters that they went on, yeah. um, they would they would write to companies, yeah. roller coaster designers, and they would say, "Can we prototype <gasps> for safety oh, your no. roller coasters?" And they're like, "Why would you ever want to no, do that?" That's like the worst. I thing. love my life too much. Do you know that's what I mean? like that's like my idea of kind of like a nightmare. Oh my god, that's, that's what they're doing in hell. Is that they're yeah. test, they're, they're, they're they're safety, safety testing test. roller coasters. <laughs> <laughs> that's just horrific. And um, they did they did oh. this one in Japan. And it literally was that they had to, um, they always had to sign a waiver. Yeah. Um, but also it was literally, they had to have training um, to explain that, you know, oh you might experience, you might pass out at some oh. point and this is what this does for you. you know, I mean, it was like proper hardcore. Yeah. Can I just say though, anything that requires you to sign a waiver. Yeah, no, don't do don't it. Don't do it. <laughs> yeah. Although I made you sign one. Yeah, true. But, no, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Woo, you know. Yeah. Um, but it's kind of like the thrill seekers yeah the ones that really sort of get off Mm. on that fear yeah and i mean that's not me no i'm a wuss yeah right (laughs) you know i can't even watch like films with too much being chased in because you know i just can't do it yeah um but it's like sometimes we can be like that with Mm -hmm. god where we you know those people that chase the twisters yeah now i kind of like watching videos of that (laughs) but not me you know um but it's like we sometimes can be like that with God mm-hmm. where we are just a bit bit of his presence junkies. Yeah. Where we just go wherever he manifests yeah. to just get that rush. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But what's the point of experiencing continually the presence of God if it doesn't shift you? Yeah. If it doesn't transform you? Yeah. If it doesn't change who you are? If, yeah. you, if your soul doesn't become Paul? Yeah. You know? Um, if you don't have maturity? Yeah. If you don't, if it doesn't enable you to become more like him? Yeah. And this is something that I'm questioning because we are now mm. in a place where we no longer visit mm-hmm. the presence of God. Yeah. I mean, he comes all the time. Oh, yes. And we feel that very differently in different ways. And it's starting to become, um, I don't want to say familiar in the wrong sense, but we are becoming very confident and comfortable in Mm -hmm. his presence. And that's been an interesting journey too, hasn't it? Because um, we've seen that some people in our community had never experienced the presence of God before. And it was quite an awkward transition for them. Yeah. Uh, where they really didn't know what to do um, or how to respond. And we've had to do some training about being sensitive Mm -hmm. to the things of God and that, you know, um, going out to the loo and banging the door when we were all on our face in holiness, you know, just needed maybe a bit of navigation. Or as my favourite story goes, years ago when I was in a meeting in the presence of God and I was leading worship and then this, I heard this, Oi! And I looked down and there was a bloke going, Would you like a biscuit? (laughs) 
<laughs> as oh, he had a tray no. of custard creams in front of him. I was like, no, I'm good, thank you. I'm in the presence of God. Oh, my God. And before the Almighty. <laughs> later. So, yeah, not right now, but yeah, maybe later. Oh, my God. Um, so, yeah, so we all, you know, it all kind of needs navigating. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so it's been really interesting to see the people that maybe just, they didn't resist it. Mm-hmm. But they didn't understand it, yeah. certainly. A bit uncomfortable. A bit uncomfortable, yeah. a bit conspicuous. They yeah. stuck out like a sore thumb. But they hung in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did. And what is so, oh, just it's just the best thing ever, is that you now see those people not only confident in his yeah. presence, but you can see that he's at work in them. Mm-hmm. They're letting him do it. Yeah. They're, and they are being transformed. Yeah. But also, like, when you talk to them afterwards and they kind of say, like, oh, I felt it. Mm. You know, I felt him. I felt his presence. Yeah. And it's just such a kind of, like, a joy. Yeah. And just such a, yeah, like a hunger. Yeah. Where you just, you see that and they're confident in that. And you go from that. So that's their initial expression, isn't yeah. it? I felt him. Yeah. I felt him. Yeah. And then we enjoyed that with them for a, a few weeks. Yeah. And then now their terminology is, God did this in me. Yes. God showed me this. Yeah. God killed this in me. Yes. God showed me what I could be. Yeah. God showed me what he wanted. Yeah. Um, he spoke to me. Mm. Yeah. Um, I was healed. Yeah. Um, that pain left. Yeah. Um, I feel stronger. Yeah. And we're starting to see that now. And you're just like, oh, that, I mean, if you ever wanted to get on your face mm. and weep, with yeah. gratitude it was because of that yeah so i'm really enjoying that mm. that even the tricky people yeah i talk about the tricky people a lot don't i the tricky gang yeah like i'm not one of them <coughs> I t- it's I think, them i think we all are the, you know the tricky gang you yeah. know the one i'm not i'm not, I flipping the head of them i'm i'm caiaphas the, the chief of the, the tricky gang i lead the pack <laughs> Oh, it's me and my gang. <laughs> I'll, I'll get you a hoodie. <laughs> don't. Please don't. Um, but thanks for the offer. That's all right, um, But yeah, but you know, the tricky gang. Um, I just love the fact that you know that the things they struggle with in mm, their flesh. Yeah. The things I struggle with in mm. my flesh suddenly gets completely swept away. Yeah. When we just stand in his presence and let yeah. him do it. Yeah. So I really love the fact that um, we kind of hijack the idea mm. that you're supposed to change and we hijack the idea that you're supposed to do all of that mm-hmm. and go away and work hard at it and, you know, discipline yeah. yourself and, you know, be careful yeah. and do it well yeah. and don't let me down. And we move from that position mm-hmm. to just being in the presence of God and he does it. Yeah. And that's what I'm loving. Yeah. That, like I think I said this a few weeks ago on a podcast that in the presence I've got a few weeks ago, which was beautiful. Yeah. I was looking around the room and I thought, gosh, I've slogged for two years mm-hmm. to help you. Yeah. And look at God doing it now in a yeah. moment. He didn't need me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. What a revelation. Yeah. Silly old me. You know? And I can remember in that moment just going to God, God, I'm so stupid. <laughs> I'm so stupid. Oh, but wow. it was like, it was just beautiful. Yeah. I was like, God, I'm so stupid. <laughs> of course you could do it without me. I know you want me to be involved somewhere yeah. along the line, but yeah, you know, yeah. gosh, I'm so stupid. Two years, Lord, two years. And here oh, you are, God Almighty, yeah. Master of the Universe, King of Kings, Lord of all Lords, doing it very well yes. in a moment yeah. in the hearts of your people. Yeah. And that always makes me chuckle, you know? <laughs> yeah. So I love the way that we kind of hijacked <clears throat> the idea. We've intercepted and interrupted yeah. the idea of change mm-hmm. having to be this big old mm-hmm. slog. Yeah. You know, yeah. where that self-denial mm-hmm. is screaming yeah. and, uh, you know, it's painful. Mm. Um, and somehow we feel a little bit more holy because yeah. of that. Oh, no, that's a whole other podcast. <laughs> um, but yet in his presence, yeah. we just become it. But it was like, so for me on Sunday, like there were a few things that God kind of said very, very clearly to me mm. during that time. And one of them was, um, you are not your own. Yeah. And I remember, I know, I, know I, I um, talked to you about this on Monday. Right. right? Where it was and just Tuesday. Like, and, and every day. And Thursday. <laughs> can I just say? Every day. I know. It's okay. We can talk about things of God as much as you want. No worries. No limit here. <laughs> but it was like, I, like I've, like i you know, we've been doing the School of Spirit and like you've been doing the the um, Gift of Prophecy. Yeah. And you talked about within that about, um, 
hearing God's voice. Yeah. But hearing it audibly as a voice. And mm. I've never heard that before. So I've I've seen words, I've felt words, but I've never had it where I've actually kind of like heard, him. heard his mm. voice. But that on Sunday, it was as if he was stood right next to me, <clears throat> excuse me, like speaking into my ear. Yeah. And there was just, there was no question or doubt in me that that was God's voice. Wow. And it was just, it was very, very clear. And it was very, very um, sobering, actually. Yeah. When, and God just said, you are not your own. And that kind of led me to a scripture. I think it's in, it's in 1 Corinthians. And it talks about, you know, do you not know that you are a temple of the Holy Spirit? Yeah. And then it says, you are not your own. You were bought for at a price. Right. And that has stayed with me all week. But more than that, there's been times this week where it's like I've I've thought things, not not big things, mm. but just kind of like just little things, like you know annoyances or just niggles. Not so little. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Those little you know, foxes. Yeah. Once they munch on a few things, they turn into big old fatties, don't they? Yeah. <laughs> but like the little foxes come in, and I've been like, nope, I'm yeah. not doing that this week because. I am not my own. Right. Oh, and it's I love like, that. that has put me in a place this week where it's like, I am guarding oh, that. Oh, I love that. And I'm guarding that with my life. Yeah. And it's like, you know, I'm not, I'm not giving that up for anyone this week. And it just feels like for me, I mean, that's not, you know, that's not just for this week. That's going to be well, when, forever. Because when God reveals something to us or, or does something in our mm. hearts, he then expects that to become part of who we are. Yeah. It's not an event. No. And I love that, that you say, because we're not our own and that's mm. the whole point, yeah. you know, and that was something very much he was doing. But I know that I prophesied on Sunday mm. um, about God wanting to come and give us more encounters yes. with him. Yeah. And that was very interesting to me, um, the whole idea that, that why would we ask God for more encounters? Why would mm. we ask God for um, giving us, showing himself more? Yeah. Why would we ask God for more of him if we absolutely were not willing to be transformed Mm. in order to see that or buy that? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Because, you know, I often wonder about that. Like the children of Israel, I know Mm. I'll bang on about the children of Israel (laughs) a lot, but, you know, I have lots of questions. Yeah. When I get to glory, that's the first lot I'm looking for. (laughs) Oi, you, I need a chat. Yeah. You know, I've got questions. Um, Because um, it's so hard to understand, isn't it, that they went through all of everything they did that they were literally led by Moses, Mm -hmm. who was the first sort of person to have that interaction with God Mm -hmm. um, vocally. First relationship with God that was not, you know, killed for it. Because up to then the priests got, you know, were the only one that could do it and they got pulled out by the ankles if they got that wrong. So here we have Moses who went, took the people through this most miraculous encounters Mm -hmm. with God. I mean, you know, we gloss over it and then they did this and then they did that. Mm. But you think about every night your dad having after tea saying, right, I'm just popping out to put the blood on the door so that the angel passes over. Yeah. Living through the plagues, Mm -hmm. then escaping. Yeah. Then going through the Red Sea. Yeah. You know, then going into the wilderness and everything that worked out as. Yeah. But yet they had lots of encounter, but Mm -hmm. it didn't totally transform them. No. They never made it. No. They died and were buried in the wilderness. Yeah. And I just, it's a bit of an anticlimax to the story, mm. isn't it? Yeah. But as we're, as we're getting into the word of God at the moment, it never ceases to amaze me how you read the most miraculous. This is what I've learned about mm. reading the word is you've got to read the whole story. Oh, yeah. You can't just pick the bits you like. No. You can't do a Blythe Crosby <laughs> A-level English lit approach, <laughs> which is, you know, she has to read Jane Eyre and the yeah. teacher expects, and this is just one book out of 30. Oh, my God. Right, for the exam. So uh, Blythe struggles to finish a book. Yeah. And um, the teacher's saying at this stage, right, everybody should be on at least the fourth time mm. now for Jane Eyre. And she's like, I'm, I'm about a quarter of the... Th- through the first one is there oh a film <laughs> yeah anybody is. got any um notes um but you know we do that with the word yeah. don't we we kind of um skim it yeah or we stop at the bit where we think the title should roll yeah 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 but you look at the word of god and you read about mm-hmm. solomon david yeah. moses yeah you know anybody really if you look yeah. at it and they do these most miraculous um 
transformational encounters with God, mm. but yet they either die in mm-hmm. sin, yeah, or God has to retire them, yeah, because something's not right in their heart, yeah, or they don't make it, yeah. And I find that so difficult, yeah. But there's something that I have to learn in that, mm. you know, yeah. Um, but the whole thing about the encounters with God is, is that. I really do desire more encounters with God, mm. but not for the sake of it or not just so I can see him. Yeah. But because I want to be completely transformed yeah. by that. Yeah. Because I know that what's coming mm. is going to take me. I'm not enough for what's coming. Yeah. Do you know that? Yeah. I know that. Yeah. I know that I don't have the capacity mm. for what's ahead. Yeah. And I wow. want that more than anything. Yeah, absolutely. And so that's going to have to take mm. encounter with God. But also to be transformed by that encounter. Mm, yeah. And I just want to read you something which is a prayer I wrote last oh, week. Wow. I'm quite I quite like writing down my prayers. Yeah. Um at times. And I've enjoyed over the years looking back on mm. them. And it's so easy to look back and think, gosh, I can remember thinking, How the heck am I ever gonna be this? Mm. And now I've lived in that for years. Yeah. I'm the other side of it now. Yeah. Not because I made that happen, but because I and in, in, in allowed God. I mm. jumped in. Yeah. I jumped into the river. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And he changed me. Yeah. And then he transformed me. Mm. And I just want to read this. And it just says, Lord, I want you and I want to represent you only as you want to be shown mm. in the earth. And that was a big one for me. Yeah. Because I just don't want to represent him by my ways i want to represent him exactly Mm. as he wants to be represented in this earth forgive me for wrong representation for holding back for being safe for being Mm. unconfident or even afraid have my life use me as you desire and thank you for more encounters with you so that i can die and that's really the truth Mm. is that i think every encounter with god Mm kills you yeah and it's what you're saying mm-hmm. i mean who can actually stand before god and live well yeah yeah because yeah. we know the old testament expression they didn't no you know no. i mean i would be really nervous wouldn't you mm-hmm. of getting dressed and making sure i had the bells and pomegranates on so you could hear me when i fell over dead yeah. so that you knew i could come out yeah. you had to drag me out yeah um and that you went into the presence of god knowing that there was a huge possibility that that was it yeah you would not be able to stand in before god and live yeah but because of grace and because Mm. of the blood of jesus we can do that yes but it doesn't negate the death no something still has got to die and what has to die is us Mm -hmm. so that we can live yeah and it's funny because like i mean i know i've said this like to even to you like a few times but it's like i've never experienced god as i experienced him on sunday right I've never I love that by the way. I've never been on my face before God like you know as I did on on Sunday and it almost feels like I kind of wonder if there's been something in me in the past that almost like didn't want to be on my face before God if there was almost like a prideful thing where it's like oh no I can't do that (laughs) but it was like I think that was part of what God kind of killed in me on on Sunday Mm. was that it was like I didn't really care what it looked like yeah I didn't care, you know, if I couldn't get up afterwards, which I couldn't. You know, I just, I didn't care because none of that was important. Right. What was important was that God was there and that I gave him what he wanted. I love that. And it that was why it felt like, you know, it almost felt like if you stepped kind of the wrong way, that's it. Like, you're mm. done. But there was something in me that just felt so incredibly, like, humbled on Sunday where it was like... If God had required me to stay like that all night, mm. I would have happily given Somebody that. said that, didn't yeah. they, Sunday night? They just said, can we just stay here yeah. all night? Can we just stay here in this? I don't want to yeah. go. But it's like, if the price that I have to pay is to get on my knees before, before God, yeah. I'll pay that price and I'll pay it, you know, as many times as I have to. Yeah. And I think that kind of shift where it's like, you don't really consider the cost in yeah. that sense, in that you're willing to pay whatever it costs yeah to to be in his presence and to give him what he wants to have the encounter yeah and i think that that because i do think that sometimes like in the past there's something in me that maybe hasn't understood fully 
right that moment or has been got caught up in the kind of the function right of you know a sunday meeting and it's funny because like on sunday you know there were times when i kind of i had to like you know adjust the the volume and stuff like that but it was literally like god kind of like released me yeah for a second to go and do that you were allowed to leave your post yeah yeah and it because i remember like at one point so i mean i was like sobbing during the meeting on sunday and at one point, I kind of, I looked up from where I was kneeling on the floor and I could see your shoes back just in front of oh, me. Oh, that sounds like a holy picture, doesn't <laughs> it? It's like, you know, like when they have the saints appear to them. Yeah. I looked up and I saw her feet. I saw your shoes. And then I was like, oh. Was I bringing good news to you, you Well, yeah. I was actually tell, coming to tell you to turn the music down. But it was fine. <laughs> but I kind of, I think I looked up at you and like I'd been like crying. So my, I kind of was like tears running down my face. Oh dear. And you just went the music's just a bit loud and I was like okay so I it just felt like God kind of just released me to go and like literally to get because I don't know how I stood up but to stand up to go and like adjust it and then literally I was like straight back on the floor but it's just I love like how practical God is though yeah he's good where he's like even in that moment he's like you know you still you know this there might still be you know responsibilities that you have to do there might still be duties almost that you have to do and it's like that's fine but like come back to my presence yeah you know and I just I love that I know the other week we talked about kind of the um the permission not to get caught up in the works yeah and it's like I just love it where it's like it all works together for good it does you know and you see that more and more it's very ordered actually yeah Mm, and you just you know you kind of you see that and you just come away and you think wow like that's just it's incredible I do love the whole fact though that um that we, if we enter into his presence and if we sort of operate in the things of God, mm. we need to be looking for encounter, mm. for for relationship, for face-to-face, mm-hmm. for touching. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, but that's what prophecy does mm. because prophecy is supposed to actually shift us. Yeah. You know, that that's one of the things I find really difficult and that's why I love teaching prophecy mm. and I love teaching people not only to how to prophesy yeah but also how to receive it yeah because um i do find that with a lot of people there is such a misconception about Mm. being prophesied to um and it's amazing you would not believe naomi how many people over the years Mm. that i've prophesied over have absolutely no understanding that they have to action it wow they just literally receive that word think they've got to sit there on on a rock playing their ukulele mm. for the next 35 years and then at some point God will just make it happen wow. because that sounds like fortune telling to me yeah do you know what I mean yeah and so when we receive instruction from God when we receive prophecy we just don't go ahead and do it mm-hmm. what we do is we spend time with him we yeah. have encounters with him yeah intimacies with him where he reveals to us the change and the shift that he mm. needs us to become in order for that word to start to w- unfold. Yeah. Because you know that the person who lives out that prophecy mm. will be a very different person from the person who heard it and received it first. Yes. Because the purpose of prophecy is to transform us and shift us. Yeah. Um. So, you know, we just don't sit on it unchanged. Mm. And I've also seen people come back to me. Uh, do you know what? This has happened to me, I think, twice. Mm. Where people have come back to me, I mean, years, decades after I prophesied yeah. over them. And they've come, you know, saying, this prophecy never happened. It it wow. was false. Wow. And I'm like, well, no, it's not yeah. false. But what have you done to action that prophecy? Yeah. Well, nothing. So that's why it doesn't happen. Yeah. You know? Oh, wow. Well, what's changed in you? Well, nothing's changed. Yeah. Well, have you changed on this? Nothing, no. I haven't changed on that. Wow. Well, that's why it hasn't come to fulfillment. Mm. Yes? Yeah. So encountering God, touching him, Mm -hmm. him touching you, Mm. uh, through prophecy, through his presence, through his Mm. word, through his knowing, through the Holy Spirit, whatever. Yeah. Um the purpose of any touch of God, any encounter with God, um, any presence that we feel Mm. is not just to give us that, the warm and fuzzies, as I like to call it. Um, although it does. Yeah. Um, it's a very beautiful feeling. Yes. Um, but it actually is there to shift us, Mm -hmm. to transform us. Yeah. 
to give us experience but also give us the opportunity to change mm-hmm. there is an expectation of transformation and change yeah. and we've got to carry that properly mm-hmm. because it's amazing how people can come out of the presence of god or come out of a prophecy mm-hmm. and they just go straight back to living the coldness of the life that they yeah. had before that yeah and that doesn't make any sense at all no none at all no no so i do find that interesting yeah um and I do think that that that's something that we have to get better at. Mm. Um, not so much better as in, come on, do better. Yeah. But in the sense of where the fear of the Lord comes yeah, in. And definitely. you realize that if you've been touched by God or have an encounter with God or feel his presence, mm. that will ne- that changes you for life. Yeah. And there's an expectation of God that it not only changes you, but transforms you. Yeah. And it gives you full permission to mm. become whatever he has shown. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, I think, you know, we've mentioned this specific scripture like quite a lot recently, but I just keep thinking about Philippians 2 verse 12. Oh, yeah. Where it says, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Right. And it's like, that's exactly what it sounds like. Like, even when you're talking about the, you know, the prophetic words, where it's like, you know, we've still got responsibility in that. Yeah. To, you know, to do things, to, even if that's, you know, going to God and, you know, praying about it and asking him and, you know um seeking things out and um you know working it out with fear and trembling yeah it's like that's our part of it yeah so it's like we can't just sit there and be like oh well you know god will do it when he's ready like yeah but then there's our part to play in that too yeah and it's like i think for me at the moment just that kind of the understanding of that responsibility where it's like he's kind of it almost feels like he's calling in now that kind of that stewardship with him yeah that partnership where it's like you know we have a part to play in that too and i think that i'm feeling that quite a lot at the moment just that kind of that requirement that um yeah that call yeah of just you know i can't just sit by and watch and you mentioned when you when you read the prayer earlier you said about you know about it being safe and about, I think you said like, you know, I'm sorry if I've been, if I've played things safe or something like that. Yeah. And it definitely feels at the moment like it's not the time to kind of be safe. Yeah. You know, it's not the time to kind of just sit on the sidelines and watch and, and think, oh, well, I'll get involved when I'm ready. Right. It's almost like right now. You've yeah. Got good to... luck with that, by the way. <laughs> good <laughs> luck, listeners. And it almost feels like right now, like you've got to just jump in. Yeah. And you've got to just trust that, you know he's there and the... but that's what encounters do yeah they innate that's what encounters enable yeah yeah and it yeah just that feeling of just kind of being all in i think is maybe what i'm saying of just yeah. kind of not holding anything back but just kind of going all in and just giving everything because like for me like i don't want to hold anything back no i don't want to you know have these in- you know incredible encounters with god and then at the end be like yeah that was great but you know, I don't want there to be that, but I want it to be everything. But also what we forget is that we're only a, a matter of space. Mm, yeah. We are. Yeah. There's only, you know, I have boundaries. Yeah. I have capacity boundaries. Um, there's not a lot of room inside me, mm. you know. Um, I have a limit. Yeah. I'm not endless. Yeah. Um, so there's only so much space inside mm. me. So whatever it's filled up with, determines what i can carry yeah and the thing is though if you fill yourself up with fear Mm -hmm. then there isn't much room for anything else if you fill yourself up with um you know going backwards Mm -hmm. and the old days and the past yeah then there isn't much room and capacity for anything new Mm -hmm. and so the thing is though is that we have to make decisions about that Mm. And I know that in my own life, I got to that point where I just thought, I just, I just cannot keep trying to jam mm. an ocean into an egg cup. Yeah. 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 I've, I've got, I'm going to have to increase my capacity. And the reason, the way I do that is to let go of some things. Mm. It's when you see, you know, those planes that are over heavy. Yeah. And so they literally just throw out cargo yeah. over the ocean um, because they've got to free up some weight. Yeah. And that's kind of what we need to do. Mm in our capacities so that we can contain what is correct when we have encounters with God. And 
but we are supposed to change that's the whole plan that's the whole purpose that's the whole evolution and that's the whole sort of nature Mm. um of the things of god because you can't be hungry for more of god yeah if you're still full of you yes yes yeah and to gain new interest in god which Mm. is what encounters always do encounters with god gives us new interest and hunger and intrigue with him yeah um then you've got to lose a little bit of interest in you Mm. and it's where he increases yeah and we decrease yes so i i mean i'm somebody that you know i come out of a meeting or i come out of a podcast Mm. i come out of whatever and my first dialogue with god is lord are you happy yeah lord are you happy with that Mm. are you happy with me yeah yeah and i've always felt that that was a really safe um position Mm. because you know it's there's nothing wrong with that i'm asking god i want to please him yeah you know yeah but recently he showed me that he doesn't always want me to ask him that Mm. and that i need to stop asking are you happy lord and start asking lord did i represent you well did i represent you properly yeah and that's been a huge shifter for me um because my heart is to represent him Mm. properly yes um to be full of him Mm. not full of me yeah and that sounds very lovely and contrite you know even but i don't mean it to be because Mm. i generally generally want him i know i'm only i've only got so much space Mm. and i'm just want to drain me Mm. because i you know i want more of him yeah um, so I, I realise that I'm the one that's supposed to change mm. and I'm the one that's supposed to be transformed. And, you know, encounters with him, um, prophecy, mm. his presence, listening to his word, my prayer life, mm. my worship. Yeah. All of that is supposed to shift me. Mm. Yes. Yeah. And to action becoming mm. the things that he shows me. Yeah. And I'm just so fed up of seeing him and going, hi, mm, and yeah. carrying on as I am. Yeah. Because that doesn't make any any sense, mm, does it? No. Um, and it's almost, you know, when you have that moment when things are really out of context. Mm, yeah. Um, so I can remember, oh, many years ago, 110 years ago, oh, wow. um, sort of being in, on an aeroplane. Mm. And I was um in africa yeah and i was going from kenya mm. um to uganda oh, wow. but they diverted the flight and they took us to um to uh, rwanda wow to pick up refugees so here i was on the runway mm. um in rwanda yeah. while all the refugees were getting on the plane and all of a sudden this little couple got on the plane mm. and they came and sat next to me and I was like, hi, what are you doing? You know, they weren't refugees, they were yeah. British. And I said, what are you doing? And they said, oh, well, we um, were on holiday and wow. we somehow got over the border yeah. into Rwanda by accident. Oh my gosh. Um, we got kidnapped or taken by um, some rebels. Wow. And they realized that we weren't worth anything. So they dumped us. This is all within a matter of hours. So we weren't in any harm. And we managed to get, you know, to the British Embassy. And they put us on this flight home. So I was like, fourth, that's a flipping story, isn't it? I mean, this is all like in a morning. Wow. (laughs) You know, it could have been, you know, they could have been kidnapped for months. But, you know, um, yeah. And so we were talking and they were like, oh, we're so grateful. We can't wait to get home. And I said, yeah. well, where's home? And they went, oh, we're from Newtown in Powys in Wales. And I went, oh, what? That's where I'm from. Yeah. And I mean, it's the really, I mean, it's the armpit of the world. It's where <laughs> it's the place that God forgot in the middle of the mountains in mid Wales. Oh. I mean, it's a tiny place. Yeah. 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 But yeah, here were the people. Yeah. So we spent the whole flight home talking about people they knew, my family that still lived there, the shops from when we were kids. Oh my God. Um, and it was just the most bizarre, yeah. out of context um, relationship. Yeah. Because 
why would you speak to somebody who knew your grandmother yeah. um, and knew the street you used to play in as a kid wow. when you're in, a, you know, a flight that's been yeah. diverted to go and pick up refugees in Rwanda? Wow. Oh it's, just a, it's just wild, yeah, you know? Yeah, it's crazy. But yet that's kind of how it is yeah. when we have encounters with God, mm-hmm. but we are not transformed. Yeah, yeah. It's like so alien yeah. that you would walk out of a situation yeah. and it's business as usual. Yeah. And that really is how bizarre mm. that is. Yeah. And, you know, we have that, don't we, where, you know, you're in a situation and you're like, why are you acting so normal? Mm, yeah. You know, did, did you not see what just happened? Yeah. And, you know, sometimes people do that when there's obscurity. Mm. I can remember reading an article once about 9-11 and there was a, a man who was who ran a little shop a couple of blocks down from the Twin Towers. Yeah. And, you know, people were running um into down the street as the mm. towers were collapsing oh, wow. to to avoid the the dust yeah. and the debris and they literally ran into his shop oh. and he just looked up and said could you wipe your feet please because i've had the floors polished oh my gosh yes, uh, yesterday and people are like what yeah you know it's a bit irrelevant yeah you know if we don't let if you don't let us in there might not be no shop yeah so we're not really worried about wiping our feet you know we're wow. escaping the twin towers yeah. and it's oh. just kind of that normality yeah. business as usual in yeah. the middle of this most obscure event yeah and that's what it's like when we are not transformed or affected mm. to change yeah when we encounter the things yeah. of god Definitely. it's so out of place yeah but yet we do it so well yeah and I'm just done with that. Yeah. I don't want to not be transformed anymore mm. by my experiences and my encounters with God. Yeah. I just don't. Yeah. And I and it just makes me want to um to relate to God on a deeper level mm. to bring greater depth of prophetic words, mm. greater depth of prophecy. Yeah. Um because I can't bear people not being transformed yes. by the by their encounter with God. Yes. And although that's not on my shoulders, mm it does no harm for me to desire that. No, definitely not. And I think like one of the things for me at the moment is that there's a few different kind of situations that I'm in where I'm seeing kind of like things that are just really out of order. Right. And they're they're frustrating me because I feel like there's so much waste. But also they don't necessarily have to be dysfunctional, do no. they, to be out of to no. be out of order. And it's like, you yeah. know, a lot of these things are just like natural things. It's right. systems. It's, you know, ways of doing things. Mm. And to me, I just keep thinking like, God, like, there's so much waste. Right. But then I was thinking of that, like, for myself in like, how much actually do I waste? Yeah. In kind of, you know, in those moments, in those encounters where yeah. I'm so caught up in myself or in, you know, natural things or in my issues oh. that I waste that time with God because... I kind of come with my agenda and I come with my list, my shopping Naomi. list. And it was like, you know, on Sunday, I couldn't, like I couldn't even, I couldn't even form words on Sunday. Well, I think you've just hit, you've said it, haven't you? Mm. I mean, God, can you imagine wasting that encounter? Yeah. Or wasting a prophecy. But that like... Or wasting a moment of yeah. touch from God. Why would we do that? But that puts the fear of God in me because right. it's like, I don't want to waste like a single, you know, yeah. second. Well, that's like you're wasting grace. Yeah, exactly. You're wasting the blood of Jesus. Yeah. Oh, that, do you know what? Even talking about that makes me feel nervous. Yeah, me too. And gives me anxiety. Yeah. Because we can't do that. No, but it's like... But we do, and we do it mm, so easily. We do. And we do it almost like without thought. But I think for me on, you know, since Sunday, that's one of the things mm. that I'm like, I want to, you know, I want to guard that. I want to mm. guard against the waste. Yeah. That it's like, but even just like things in my life, like other things in my life that are causing me to waste time with God mm. because I'm distracted by them. Right. Or I'm I'm caught up in that rather than them being caught up in him. Right. You know, and I think that that kind of, that is something that is being highlighted to me at the moment and I think it is for that purpose where it's like I want to make sure that you know when when those moments occur almost like I, I almost feel kind of greedy like right. I want to kind of get everything from that moment that I possibly can you know I want to ring it out and there's no absolutely nothing wrong with that mm. I mean us desiring the fullness of God 
is a beautiful thing. Yeah. I mean, you know, when your kids want you yeah. and they want all of you and they want time with you. Yeah. I mean, that it does change who we are. Yeah. But it has to be for a bigger reason than that. Yeah. We we have to want more of him. Um be not so that we can contain him no. or have a beautiful experience, but so that we can be fully we can die. Yeah. And become what it is that is needed yeah. in order to have be able to contain more of him in the yeah. future. And oh, I just I just feel that. I agree mm. with you. I just feel the fear that fear of the Lord mm. is a very, very real position in me. Yeah. And I just I just don't want to step out of that. Mm. Yeah. I don't want to um just go after the feeling mm. of him. Yeah. And not be able to contain him. Yeah. And I just think that what do I actually want to experience him for? Mm. Is it for any other reason than to be able to die and mm. transform yeah. and become those things that I really desire? Yeah. And I think that that's just sort of changed and shifted in me a little mm. bit. Um, I feel the fear of the Lord on that. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Hugely. And I think that, you know, for me, that, that there is, so I, you know, this, I used the word earlier about like danger. Mm. It does feel at the moment like there is kind of like a, an element, maybe not danger, but like a caution. Yeah. Where it's just like, look, be careful, you know, like, you know, well, guard this. Well, you know, if you said to me now, Beck, the bloke in the office next door's got a tiger. Do you mm. want to come and have a look? I'd go, yeah, go on then. <laughs> Why? Well, we wouldn't go in there no. because we know a tiger's dangerous. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. So we have every right to be afraid yeah. and, you know, only an idiot would go in there. Yeah. Right? But if we said, do you want to go and climb that really tricky mountain? Mm. Because once you get to the top, you can see the be how beautiful the valley is. Yeah. You would evaluate that and say, look, it might be dangerous, mm. but I need to see that view. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a different position, isn't it? Yeah. It and is. for me, that's how the presence of God feels mm. is that it's like, look, it's going to be dangerous for me yeah. to have this encounter with God. Yeah. Because it's going to burn out mm -hmm. everything that's dross in me mm -hmm. it's yeah. going to he's going to come after anything that's unholy yeah he's going to come after anything that is not him mm -hmm. yeah and it you know it's gonna it's gonna have a, there's gonna be a reaction yeah. in me because of that yeah um but it's worth it yeah absolutely. because when we get rid of that mm. there's more room for him yeah and that encounter has actually, you know, changed us. Yeah. It's changed our capacity to draw no closer to mm. him because there's less of us. Yeah. And for me, that's always worth the risk. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I'll tell you what, we talk about oh. some stuff, don't we? Yeah, we do. But uh, it's, I mean, honestly, yeah, it's not as difficult as it sounds. Mm, and I yeah. never, ever want to portray that being in Christ is difficult no. because it's not, it really isn't. What's no. difficult is us. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. our stinking thinking, our flesh and our ideas. And yeah. that's what's tricky. But um, I want him. Yeah. And definitely. I want to change and I want yes. to be transformed and yes. I want to be able to contain him. Yeah. Um, And I want to have experience, mm. but I want to be changed by that experience. Yeah. I don't want to be dragged out dead by my ankles because no. I had no intention of changing. Yeah. 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 Um, I want to shift mm. because I've heard God. Yeah. And that's what I have to be prepared for mm. every single day of my life, I think. Yeah. Um, and not just to go become a junkie that yeah. traces after the tornado of God. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to see the devastation he causes in other things. Mm. I want him to cause that in me. Yeah. And that's going to take some new level wow. of relationship. Yeah. And bravery. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. But... Um, can no longer have experience mm. with no transformation. Yeah. And that is absolutely being built in me right mm. now as illegal. Yeah, yeah. It's just Definitely. not on. Yeah. I need to be transformed. Yeah. And I get transformed by my encounters with him. Yeah. Because it holds me accountable. Yeah, definitely. And there's no doubt that it's him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. And that's, that's what I want. Yeah. Till next time. Bye. Bye.